Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas. Comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you score, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by... Marcus Hurley, and Will. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the games we're looking forward to, uh, what's been announced so far, what's on the calendar, what we think might come out, or might not, maybe. Um, yeah, who wants to kick it off? Uh, Marcus, you've been playing some demos, haven't you? I've, I've, been, I've been a demo bitch, yeah. I've gone back to the early PlayStation games and been loving some demos. Um, Ooh, talk to us. Oh, what do I start with? You know what, let's get Xbox out of the way. Um, I, I've, there's me no, it's, it's not shy that I've been looking forward to the new Devil May Cry game. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it was about a month ago, there was a, an Xbox exclusive demo, which, um, I found out still works because I fired it up before the podcast and a little go. And, um, cool. and it's basically just like a little snippet of how the game might work. Um, they always say it's not finished content and all that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm quite stoked for the main game, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of pretty cool mechanics. Unfortunately, Rob, it's still a little bit combo-y, but it's like not that. as mental. Um, you can just kill things, but it's the way they, it's a really cool gimmick. It's basically the main, uh, protagonist, he, He's lost the lower part of his arm, so from his elbow downwards, and he's got a robot right. arm now. Um, it's Nero from Devil May Cry Four, so he's lost. Yeah, part I of his played arm. that one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I so played he, that had, one. he had a a, um, a kind of demon arm in that or something, didn't he? A devil bring or something weird like that. But um, he's lost his arm, and now it's a robot robotic version. But the cool thing is, you can pick up upgrades throughout when you're fighting which can change your fighting style. So the gimmick ah. is that you've got special moves that you can do, or you can sacrifice the arm entirely for like a really powerful attack, and then you have to run around with no arm. You can still attack because he's got the other arm, um, but you can pick up more upgrades and everything else. But yeah, graphics-wise... Me... Sorry, go on. go on. I'll say, correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't the new software, uh, from software, Shadows Die Twice, hasn't he got a demon arm in that as well? Is it yeah, 2019? I think, well, I think DMC beat by a few decades, though. Oh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But, uh, but you know, demon arm's all the rage. It's all, it's all, I think it's all about the age of having um, gimmicks and more than just running around hacking, slashing, it's being able to do more. Funny enough, they both actually have a, a grapple feature in the arm as well, which is... Well, if you've got a demon arm, it's naturally <laughs> going to have a grapple, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. The school girls won't get caught on their own. So, was it fun? <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I'm probably going to actually... I might not get it on day one, but I might get it on day three or day four. Yeah, surely <laughs> after the being, price drop. Day one being pre-ordering it March. and getting it... Yeah. Actually. 8th of March is day one. Well, you know, I might actually get it day one then. Who knows? But, yeah, it, it, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. it's It seems like stupid fun. It has a weird sort of drop-in, drop-out co-op system as well. So they can just, like, drop in and just start adding more violence to the screen and stuff like that. Story well, seems it's a bit co-op. fun. It's actually co-op. Well, no, it's more drop-in, drop-out sort of co-op. So another person can take another character and then jump in. And also, so there's two of you doing the ridiculous bullshit that you see on screen that usually happens with Devil May Cry. And then, it um, doesn't. I've never played a Devil May Cry with that in it. No, no, no. It's never been. I think it's a new feature. Yeah, I'm that's not sure like if it's quite a big deal only. for a game I think like it might this. Be online only. Drop in, drop out co op. I have to Ooh. double check that. 
That's quite a, that would be quite a uh, unique thing for, for a genre like this, where there's so much shit going on. Yeah. I'd be quite surprised if that was actually... Is, it, is that really happening? It does. Yep. Bloody hell. No, I just had to. I just had to like double check that. So we've, uh, got, we've got the God William and his great shiny face. So it's like <laughs> two to three players as well. That's yeah. going to be insane. Yeah, it's bonkers. Well, bearing in mind the amount of stuff you can do for one of the arms, um, the character Nero, you literally hold it down. You can charge it up, and he and if you're next to an enemy, he'll punch into the enemy, disconnect the arm. And a little fuse will be going off and then it detonates. But the thing is, you can, if you can time it, you can run around, pick up another one of the same type of arm, charge it and do that. And you can set up a series of charges in the enemy and another yeah, one oh, cool. sort of blasts shockwaves out, which adds to kind of like aerial mobility. So as you're jumping around, you can literally get an extra couple of jumps out of it by using this as almost like, um, air thrusters. You know, you kind of blast a shockwave cool. in a direction. I was fighting this boss where this demon was, it was kind of like in a weird churchyard. And it was typically one of those, almost like a Gears of War style boss where you're in a sort of like, you know, you're in a sort of church type building and there's all caverns and walls and everything. And then I, I kind of thought, Fuck, there's a gap because this guy's just murdering me with fireballs and all this sort of stuff as demons do. Jumped through a gap and he smashed through the side of the church and the whole building collapsed and the cool. fight carried on in the green. So you've got the option. I mean, they, they seem to be doing kind of like destructible environments and stuff. I don't know if you saw much of the trailer. But apparently there's options you can do in battle as well, which it just depends whether you're at a certain point, a certain place. Yeah, I, I must say I wasn't really too excited about this, but now we're talking about it, I'm actually intrigued. Yeah. I, I've kind of had a very casual relationship with the series. I think yeah. I, I, I played three or four. Um, it's useless if I try and describe it because it will be very much like describing all the others. But um, I can't remember which character it was. But yeah, I did enjoy it. This this new one is actually going back to uh, in-house Capcom, isn't it? Yes, um, it's the same guy who did 1 to 4. Um, so the recent Ninja Theory DMC, Devil May Cry, that's been yeah. discontinued and it's gone back to continue the story. Um, yeah, I think that was a bit of an, exper an, an experiment yeah. uh, to see well, to if they could farm out. A lot of that seems to have been take, um, carried over. They seem to have kind of learned a lot from that. And it just seems like, because this has got like the same similar sort of attitude in a way, but kind yeah. of old school as well, which is why I quite like it. Because there's not many old school sort of Capcom games that seem to have money thrown at them. And also this is yeah. using the new Res engine, which Capcom seems to be showing off. Cool. My only issue with this series is that uh, it is a bit Japanese. Wise, it is absolute nonsense. Utter, utter garbage, story-wise. You mean like a, a guy who's half-demon, whose mother was um, a human, Yeah, that's a killed. character. That's a yeah. character and a background. But oh, no, no, that's the story. Between and he's now robot, right? Sorry, well, no, no, the story is bracket. between two brothers. Um, they're actually brothers. And they're both half-human, half, um, half-demon. And they're basically, the story is about their father, who was an archdemon in hell. Yeah, I guess it might have helped if and I played the first a, one. And presumably kind of, their mum was a bit kinky. Maybe. Yeah, there's like... If she had the, a choice. The, the thing about these games is, there's absolutely zero concessions to anyone who hasn't played any of the other games before. No. But from, then, from my well, experience. But then it is pretty much, you know, you're walking into a title of something, four, or three, or seven, or whatever... And you kind of go, yeah. yeah. It's not like Tekken. Tekken, you can pick up anyone. It doesn't really matter. But that's you a barrier to entry, I find. You uh, panda, and that's it. You're away. Yeah, if, it, if it's <laughs> indecipherable nonsense, it's a problem. But at the end of the day, if it's fun and it doesn't actually yeah. matter. If the, yeah. if the plot's nonsense anyway, it doesn't matter if you follow it, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, if, it if has been a long while the since others. the last game, though, to be honest. I think 4 was yeah. a bit weird. And I think the order of them is also a bit strange. Because technically, Devil May Cry 2 is the last one in the story. But I think you'll so find... So this follows on from that. fuck's sake. As the numbers rock Same up... Same as fucking Metal Gear, isn't it? Yeah. But as the numbers well, rock up, the, yeah. the you know, as it's, you know, Metal Gear 5, uh, Fallout 76, hmm. whatever. At the end yeah. of the day... Sorry, silliness on the 76. This is, I mean, this is why Ubisoft have stopped na numbering their Assassin's Creed after, I think it was 4 was the last numbered yeah. one. And they just say, yep. this is it. You know, it's a standalone yeah. story rather than you need to be able to follow the plot. Um, and quite frankly, 
as these franchises go on and on, they should just drop the numbers and just make new yeah. iterations. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, well, maybe to, maybe th- maybe this one might be more welcoming. I think they but had to keep it in this in this sense though to kind of tie it back to the others. But they've also chosen the Roman numeral for it. So even though it's Devil May Cry Five, it's more Devil May Cry V, and there is a character called V in it who um, who is kind of like a weird um, necromancer type person. And also, it could hit him back to the Return of Virgil, who was the antagonist. So I guess there's a reason behind it using that five. rings a bell. But anyway, yeah, let's move on because you guys are bored. <laughs> anyway, I'm really no, it's all right. It. No, I've got some history with that <laughs> that series, but I I, I can't right, say okay. it's that high on my list. Yeah. Um, what 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 have you got, Will? Uh, what are you most I, looking I, forward to? I, I, I don't know about most looking forward to because there's there's so much stuff that I'm really interested in that has a potentially 2019 release date. But one of the ones that I know I'm gonna buy. Uh, that has a confirmed release date in this half of the year, which is also nice, is Far Cry New Dawn. I think it's New Dawn. Ooh. Okay. Um, and it is really just, it's not an expansion, but they've, this is, it's a reskin of Far Cry 5, but I had so much fun with Far Cry 5 that I'm absolutely fine with this. I think we talked about it briefly in the uh, last podcast, actually, towards the end. But really, it's a case of, they've taken it, they've taken, it's 18 years after the, one of the potential endings of Far Cry Five, um, yep. and it's a it's it's a cheerful post-apocalypse, which I like the sound of. It's colourful and it sounds just like they're, 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 I'm getting more and more respect for Ubisoft. They're they're not taking themselves as seriously anymore, and this just looks like fun. It's pure mayhem in an open world. Blow the shit out of stuff. The weaponry is all built of cogs and springs and is upgradable and you can shoot stupid great razor blades at bears and I'm just looking forward to that it just looks silly awesome yeah I mean I, I, I'm kind of not really uh, I'm a bit sort of out of the whole Far Cry thing at the moment but I, there was outrage at first when they started doing these sort of spin-off things using a lot of the same maps and things but we know the deal here uh, now and I think a lot of those uh, kind of off uh, the the non numbered games have done quite well, you know. Yeah. So, the other things point out this is not a full price release. It's not a half price release, but you can pre order it now for I think thirty two pounds. It's not a sixty quid job. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Well, that's good. So um, again, it makes it more attractive to just go. I want to go back there and have some more fun. It was a great engine. It was the first yeah. one was well done. I'm up for it. Cool. You got yeah. any thoughts about Far Cry, Marcus? I just feel as though I want to revisit the series because I remember having a lot of fun with the really earlier ones. And I think I just kind of, it was one of those things where the games came out and I've got a couple of them here. I think I've got Far Cry 3. I think Green I was wonderful. See it. So um, I, I, I played one with one. Um, the weird guy with the multicolored shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they've I, all I got that, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I was going to say the weird main enemy, but that, that's the staple of it, isn't it? I can't remember his name. Um, it was the, the guy who talked about the definition of insanity. Uh, yeah, he was, he one, of like the, he was one of the best baddies. Yeah. Like creepy and odd and stuff. Oh, no, that, that was four. Oh, that I've was got four. There, then. Was, yeah. there was Pagan okay. Min. Pagan he Min, was yeah. number four. Yes, yeah. I've got four. And then. Which I'm still yet to play because I'm a numpty. <laughs> yeah, freeze the one with the guy uh, out of Battle Call Saul. Zane he plays or Vane or it was something like that. I can't remember. Really... Yeah, <sighs> yeah, it's the guy from Better Call Saul, uh, Nacho. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I know those games are a lot of fun. I just, I just need to get around to it. I think this is going to be my year of gaming. There, there is nothing particularly substantial or moral or plot-wise, but they're just good fun. Um, yeah. which, I mean, which, I, which I mean, I'm realising is actually the most important thing to me in a game these days. Yeah, true, true, as we discussed previously. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about Far Cry is, unlike Devil May Cry, you really can jump in on any of them yeah. because none of them really tie together, I don't think, from my experience. Completely agree. No, uh, they they, they yeah. follow a theme, but I don't think they even refer to each other at all. <laughs> no. it, it, it's only really these two recently that have any kind of follow-on mm. i suppose but i think that's just the setting rather than necessarily the character you play it might just but be something clever that they're trying you know they kind of go well what if we just did this and then everyone's uh, kind of going oh. it's called it's called selling games and yeah. it works better even if you've got a number at the end 
if it's a whole new setup, then people are much more willing to buy in. Yeah. I think Far Cry 3 was really the kind of initiation of the Ubisoft, uh, you know, open world approach. The formula, I, yeah. I know. Yeah, I think one, one was Crytek. Yeah. Um, mm. who went, who, who basically sold the series to Ubisoft and then went off to make Crisis. Yeah. Um, I remember then, playing the Well, they've done well, haven't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it was worth it. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It has very little uh, resemblance to the original, I find. Um, but anyway, uh, coming out the same day as Far Cry New Dawn is mm. Metro Exodus. Oh, that's, actually- that's two big old FPS mm. post-apocalyptics. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the 15th of February, uh, in case anyone's keeping count. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, there's been some word that this one's going to be like a bit more open world, but I don't think that's the case. I think just some of the maps are bigger. There were in previous games, like some parts of the game that were like, had more open maps where you'd have objectives to kind of go here, do that, go here, do that, and try not to get eaten by the horrible beasties or run out of oxygen and die. <laughs> Not at all stressful. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a proper open world I'd, like Far Cry. I don't think they have to be open world. I think the, the key with the first-person shooters, the modern ones, is less about it being open world, more having multiple approaches to the problem, just like the Hitman games have done recently. They'll put you in yeah. a large area and let you do it your way. It doesn't need to be an open world. It just needs to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's it. I mean, even with the Metro games, though, there's kind of a limited... Uh, they're more like survival horror, where it's like um, the fear is generated by running out of resources. So kind of in yeah. the, almost more in the Resident Evil way, uh, yeah. which I guess we could segue to. <laughs> in fact, that, 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 that's a wicked little segue there, Rob. Marcus, oh, have you, have, would, you have, would you happen to have played the uh, demo for Resident Evil 2? I have. Um... Some say I may have played it more than once, but <laughs> <laughs> you only get half an hour with it, don't you? It's literally one shot. In fact, I'm not surprised that the tape doesn't come up with this demo will now self-destruct. Um, yeah. After 30 minutes, it basically gives you if you've completed it or not. If you have completed the demo, you can go back in for as many times as you want. If you die, you can continue as many times as you want until that 30 minutes is up. Uh, so people have been trying to speed run the demo. It's this weird sort of obsession thing. It's quite funny. <laughs> I think, yeah, the, I yeah. think the, the, the speed limit is like three minutes, ten seconds or something like that at the moment. Yeah, I've heard about this. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, fuck me, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. I've been thinking about I, this. I, I, I put Sorry, it on, on. and on. I, I put it on and I just thought, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. And it was, you start off in the PlayStation. You don't start right at the start of the game, obviously. You start at a preset point. Right. Voice acting, I kind of miss the old cheesy ones. Because they're putting effort in. It's weird. It feels like yeah. a Romero... It feels like a zombie movie you're in. You can go for an option where you can turn off the HUD controls. So basically, anything that's interactable, you can't see the icon. You've got no... Um, you know um, reticle for your uh, firearms and you literally have to go by guessing which makes it a ah. full movie experience and bastard hard um, I, I thought that was stupid so I turned it off <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no god the lighting um, I was in the, the main lobby of the place and then you go to a part where you have to crank up this part and stick your head in and go inside and it was pitch black and he pulls out a flashlight and then you're going around in the dark. You can hear everything. I I did two runs. One with the TV speakers, and that was creepy. But it wasn't until I put the headphones on Ooh. that I, oh, I, I, I felt really, really bad about myself and my choices in life. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not putting it out in VR, are they? Um, it's the same engine. Funny enough, it's the same engine as Resident Evil 7. The, so the re-engine. They, the re-engine, they call it. Funny enough. Yeah. Um, but God, it looks good. The lighting, I've got to say, they've redone the score, because I think they're calling this, unofficially, they're calling this Resident Evil 2 Reimagined, because Same it's original. not the same game as before. Mm. Um, some of the actors have been changing, they've retconned uh, Leon's background, so originally he got hung over, 
split up from his girlfriend, got drunk, hung over, and that was why he was late to the police station. So when he arrived, everyone was dead um, mm. on his first day, whereas now he got told to stay away. I should, I should like to think this down. time he was spending too much time on social media. Probably, yeah, <laughs> Instagram. <is> like <laughs> yeah, there's uh, officially no VR support for Resident Evil 2. Uh, the developers I'm, have I'm, to be honest, I'm quite happy because I think people would just cry. You would pull all <laughs> over your sofa. It's, ter- it's, it is, you know what, the worst thing about it? Zombie, they've broken zombie law. Zombie laws, shot to the head in the old Resident Evil game, headshot, zombies down. If you get a good yeah. headshot, and this one, you got to get the headshot, zombie still comes towards you. And they sway. So it's actually quite hard to hit them as well. Um, so if you're getting a whole manner of, you're literally going to get a feeling of getting swamped with so many zombies and you're going to panic and it's going to be really hard to hit them. And I was freaking out. Even the second round when I managed to get the shotgun, God, that led to some disturbing physics. Um, took a zombie out. It fell to the ground. It rolled over and it's like crawling towards me, just the top half. It's like pulling itself apart as it was doing <laughs> nice. this. And I'm, and I'm looking at this going, Jesus, they've gone full gore with it. It's just, it's crazy. It's uh, mental. Um, yeah. No, I mean, moaning about VR, like lack of VR support seems like a little bit, uh, <laughs> over the top, compa- like considering it's, what an absolute no proper remake this is. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, was anyone moaning about that? No, I know. Like, th- no, <laughs> apart from the internet. Right. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, just, the internet will moan about anything, though. So fuck that. It's like, <laughs> oh no, poor VR. It's the answer. VR enthusiast fear. It's like, well, oh, to be get honest, over they have it. a VR Jesus Evil game already. It was already which was designed as a first-person yeah, game, exactly. and so it supports. It's which is it's actually much more really of a fit. good still. So if they've played yeah. that, I mean, they're two completely different kind of. The way they work is completely different. I know this does use the Resident Evil 4 over the shoulder sort of style, but you can yeah. change the field of view, which is weird having that on a console. Normally, PC but, games give you that option. But that probably took enough. Apparently, they've had to, like, you know, fully redesign a lot of the levels to cater with that. Yeah. Because before, like, it was a fixed, like, angle yes. isometric, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, no. You or can, you can definitely camera. see the work that's gone into this. It yeah, shines. I mean, it's crazy. In the original, yeah, they probably didn't have to worry about people looking round corners or no. anything. So, well, it was yeah, all, all just the cameras were just set, weren't they? And you just went through one area to another, and that was yeah. it. But, yeah. but no, this this is this is brilliant. I would say it's nothing short of brilliant. Um, cool, and we can try that out for ourselves. Yeah, uh, was it twenty fifth? I think it's out twenty fifth or the twenty ninth. Late January. I just saw it. Yeah, twenty fifth of Jan. Sounds good. Yeah, so that's coming up really Mental. soon. Uh, anything else coming up soon for you, Will, apart after Far Cry? Well, I think after Far Cry, I think it's in April, and I'm sure you will uh, confirm the exact dates pretty shortly. But uh, talking to zombie games, one thing that I've not heard enough about yet, but um definitely interested in, is Days Gone. So I've heard a lot of negative yeah. press, and a lot of people going, oh, another open-world zombie game. But actually... <laughs> I think it looks quite interesting. It, it ticks a lot of the boxes for me. I love a good open world. I like a good dystopian future where it's all gone Pete Tong and you've got to just kill lots of shit. I like the idea of some running zombies and I'm particularly attracted by the idea that you can have hordes of hundreds of zombies to take out at a time, even from purely from a technological perspective. The idea yeah. that the PlayStation these days can handle you... Driving, riding a motorcycle chained to a tree on one side past a crowd of zombies and just shear them all in half in one go only if you've yeah. got the power under the fact that you can drive it into the middle of a crowd of zombies and eventually the momentum will slow you down and you're screwed and you have to use various bits of, you know, scenery there will be some red mm. barrels lying around that you shoot clearly because you can't get past these things but I think this sounds yeah. interesting uh, and I think a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, it's just The Last of Us, because that was post-apocalypse with zombies. And mm. I don't have time for these people. I think the gameplay no. itself looks actually quite novel. Um, I've been looking to find out more gameplay details. They've not released anything, but it's out in a few months. So I'm hoping we're going to see yeah. some decent previews soon, some proper gameplay. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> genuinely looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, Sony have uh, definitely been on a roll as far as like first party exclusives go. Uh, this was originally well, supposed that, to come yeah. out in. This was originally supposed to come out on February twenty second, 
but they delayed it to April 26th to allow them to polish the game a bit more. And who can have so an that's issue a good with that? Sign. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, I mean, it's out when it's out, um, and there's nothing else uh, on the horizon around that time of the year anyway, so I think they'll do all right out of that. Um, yeah, I'm interested, like, just simply on the uh, reputation of, of Sony and the amount of uh, effort they're willing to put into making their games work, you yeah. know? Their single-player um, story experience yeah. games as well as much as anything, which is very much the stuff yeah. I'm going for. I think to a certain extent this game exists primarily because of the amount of time they knew it would take for The Last of Us 2 to to happen. Um, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited about Days Gone too. I, I, I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, it looks um, fun. It looks fun. Cool. cool. Uh, yeah, one that I'm looking forward to that I don't think has a date yet is The Outer Worlds. This was unveiled at the uh, Game Awards uh, at the end of last year and is by Obsidian Entertainment and they've been quietly working away on a full 3D RPG uh, built in the Unreal Engine. Uh, looks a bit Firefly um, and uh, is a proper RPG though with proper conversations and dialogue decisions. I think there are like various factions that you can ally yourselves with. Mm. So this is like uh, you know, I, to be, I really, really rate Obsidian. I, yes. I really like their Fallout game. Um, so it's been oh, good yeah. to see them working in a more modern looking game. They've yeah. recently been, uh, sort of spending a lot of time doing like really retro looking games like Pillars of Eternity, which, which they're very good at. Um, but I've just kind of run out of time with those kinds of games. I just find them a bit of a, an effort really, just having to read so much text. Um, Have we got a release date on the Outer Worlds? No, I reckon it's going to be like at the back end of the year. That, yeah. that, would, that would be my absolute Christmas treat. Yeah, it's a that basically safe, is their it? take on doing Fallout again, the New Vegas side of things. I hope the humour looks to be there. The trailer looks fantastic. Yeah, definitely, mm. completely with you on that. If it's out this yeah. year, there's a very strong chance, just through gut instinct, that it might be, well, it'll be within my top three games of the year, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, it's almost got a bit of a Mass Effect structure. You have a ship, you fly around, you've got uh, NPC uh, companions yeah. that you can kind of uh, take out of you. I think you have up to two. Hmm. Uh, I'm just skimming the Wikipedia here but at my, the moment. My gut but, yeah. instinct, though, the variance to Mass Effect is this one's going to have a sense of humour. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I mean, one of their yeah. strong Go suits. The I mean, we're yeah, I mean, we're talking about the guys that did, like, used to work on all the Black Isle games. They know how to do companions, and uh, they know they know how to build characters and stuff. They're, they're excellent at that. Yeah. So, yeah, looks really good. Yes, it does. Um, cool. Uh, have you got anything, Marcus? To be anything honest, um, I've, got, I've got a mini list, so I could just run through a few, but I don't know whether we're going round. So, for <laughs> oh, me... Oh, well, uh, we might, we might have That's something to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I won't do that. I won't do that. Oh. Flow where you Can't want skip to, mate. That's all right. I watch too much space. Skip into the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, well, honourable mention, Susie's looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3. She's oh. getting Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I did play, I think I played the first Kingdom Hearts many, yeah. many moons ago. Um, when I was living with a mutual friend of ours, we played it together. Um, but she's, she's was, quite excited about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, she is. really excited about um, it. But yeah. Uh, um, uh, to me, it was really weird because I was like, uh, you know, Donald Duck on the cover, and then I was we're playing. I'm going, uh, hang on, yeah. this is Final Fantasy, and it's got Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy in it, and yeah. fucking goofy. Yeah, how does well, that work? Well, well, <laughs> how does how does that work? And What's apparently, you've got like Chicken and, Little and, as a summon now. And, yeah, and, and Simba. Just, Simba's it, a summon. Like what? <laughs> it does sound kind of wonderful, but to me, it's the sort of game that I want to say. My daughter turned seven this year, but she's she's not a gamer type. But I'd like to give it a couple of years, I think. And yeah. that's the sort of game that I would try and somehow yeah. figure out a way to play with her or the boy There's when he's ready. There's bound to be another HD remake at some point or something like I'll that. I'll be but... honest. Yeah, I mean, the PlayStation 4 will be tail end, but, you know, give it a couple yeah. of years. PS5 might be out, but I'll probably hang on to my uh, Pro for a bit. I always thought it would be the kind of game I would love to have seen a, a flip side of. You know, because it's obviously... Disney influenced. So all the Final Fantasy characters are Disney-fied. You know, you've got cloud swords wrapped up in bandages and stuff like that. Um, but I would love to have seen a square version of that. 
just to see what a square version of Mickey Mouse would have been, or Goofy, or anything <laughs> else. I that was always. But the thing is, you laugh. But at the end of one of them, I don't know if it was two. You get a trailer, like a fake trailer, and they've done that. I'll have to try and find it. But you get like a fake trailer of what a Square Enix, a Square version of it would have been, and it's really dark and broody. And <laughs> but I would yeah. have loved to have seen that. Like, you know, it, it, uh, Kingdom Hearts is one of the most bizarre blends of things yeah. that I've ever it seen in gaming. Exist, but... Yeah, no, it's it's an absolute um, LSD dream of a game. <laughs> yeah, and. Actually, I recall it as being quite cool. I, I don't know if I could bring myself to sit down and seriously play it as a grown-up. And yet, yeah. I might give it a crack and just not tell anyone. I, I was tempted. Apparently, there's a Pirates of the Caribbean section in this one, so I'm sold. Mm. <laughs> so I might be uh, commentating and talking back on it at some point when she's got it. But Well, me, it's just... Yeah, go on. It's just a... Uh, it's a look... It's basically they've just taken all those franchises and put them... And it's like the, it's like yeah. the Japanese perspective, isn't it? This is going to be the 16th game in this series, despite it being called Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, there's uh, loads of weird so versions. I know, there's, I know there's like a lot of uh, excitement for this among fans of the series. Uh, it's not something that's ever, ever uh, got to me. You know, no. uh, th- this and Pokemon are about on the same level. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah, no, honest, but it sounds completely the bizarre. I'm sure so, the, the reason why there's so many of them is because you had the PSP games. So you have like lots of little in-between half games that were developed and stuff, and the Japanese love doing that. With certain franchises, we'll get so many weird in-between stories. It's almost like DLC before DLC. Like how you got the- Final Fantasy fifteen, you got Ignis's story and stuff like that, and yeah. you get all of the the King's Guards. It's like that, but they brought them out as separate little games. Mm. Uh, it's because like some of the sequels don't have a number on them. Chain of Memories is a direct sequel to the first game. Kingdom Hearts 2 takes place one year after the events of Chain of Memories. Kingdom Hearts Coded is an episodic mobile game. Yep. Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 Days was released for the DS. Yeah. And is set between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Wow. Yeah, yeah. this is epic. I couldn't even <laughs> begin to, to start getting into this. I just, yeah. It's no, almost past. reaching supernatural portions, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> oh, it's, it makes Supernatural look like a fucking one-off miniseries. <laughs> sorry, just, uh, just going back to something I said earlier, which I was uh, yeah. sorry, shifting on from the Kingdom Hearts. I, I, I hope hmm. you'll uh, um, accept my apologies. But uh, we were talking about Demon Hands earlier. And yeah. what I didn't I quite realise, I thought this was it, much later this year, but March the 22nd. Yes. Sekiro Shadows die, die Twice. Now, I'm not going to get yes. it. <laughs> uh, because I found the Dark Souls and Demon Souls utterly impenetrable. I failed miserably at Bloodborne because I don't have the patience. So uh, I won't be giving it a crack. And yet I know it will be to many people an excellent game. Yeah. I'm... I read somewhere that it's the first game where the first game from From Software where the protagonist speaks. Ooh. Yeah, because it's always yeah. going to create your own character type arrangement. Yeah. And you say... Uh, not in Bloodborne, but I don't believe he had much of uh, anything to say either. But uh, Actually, so, sorry, you're, you are correct. So, but I, I kind of think I kind of think that maybe there's, there's a little downer to that, because Fallout 4 was the first Bethesda open world where the protagonist spoke, and it removed so much of what I saw as the RPG fun element but that was when you fed it lines and it's totally different by the game and probably I should just shut up no 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 I see what you mean but I think I think the speaking element is more to do with the story because you're playing this guy's tale and that's the reason why you are this person has he got a tail yeah. in this as well? I knew well, about the demon yeah. hand maybe it's attached to the demon hand who knows so, boom um, <laughs> no uh, yeah, there's something quite interesting uh, going on with um, Activision at the moment to roll in a bit of current affairs. Mm. They've just like washed their hands of Destiny and like just gone, yeah, have it. Really? Uh, Bungie, yeah. Yeah, they, they don't want anything to do with it. Uh, so uh, I basically think it's, unper- it's underperformed, you know? Wow. Because um, they all think every game is going to be fucking Fortnite or something. Deluded lunatics. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I don't even think they even I think the problem is is that no one really bargained on Fortnite being what it was and it and it's it's absolutely swallowed up an enormous part 
part of the pie. Yeah. Um, so they're having to adjust their expectations. So it's interesting. So uh, I mentioned it because Sekiro is being uh, published by Activision. So uh, I feel like it? it's a chance for it to be a very different kind of proposition. Hmm. I think Activision are actually making a lot of bets on little things, hoping that they can build franchises out of them. Yeah. So I, I think we could expect to see a few more games coming out like that we don't even know about yet uh, <laughs> coming out through Activision, which is good because I think it's going to be, there'll be like a flood of new franchises coming out. It would be nice to see Activision some new got, IP. It really would. Yeah. yeah, and Activision have got money to spend. They've got Call of Duty. They've got, they're part, you know, they've got Blizzard. That, that'll keep the money coming in. But hopefully now that there's this been this gulf caused by um, the failure of Destiny, mm. uh, Relative failure, I must say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to to that, be honest, maybe um, we'll, maybe we'll see a few more interesting things. Like to be through. honest, the blackout mode for um, what was it? Um, to call it, uh, what was it? Black Ops Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. The battle royale, basically the Fortnite version of um, the Black Ops thing. Apparently, that's yeah. doing quite well. That's actually really quite popular. More popular than the main game. <laughs> yeah. So I reckon yeah. that's probably why they're they're quite happy to just go. Well, we've got a you know, a Call of Duty Fortnite-ish type thing that's doing the rounds. We've got Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice coming out. That'll do our kind of Neo-style samurai kind of thing that everyone's into, you know. People thought it was... I think originally it was going to be Tenchu, Stealth Assassin or something, but the development got changed um, at the last yeah. minute. So people were looking forward to that, so they'll lap that up. It's curious to see what they'll bring out next. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I don't know. There's a couple of games that I'm not really that interested in, but I think I will probably end up playing and that's, uh, Division 2 and Anthem. I was going to ask you about Division um, 2, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've just got no interest in it at all, but I had quite a good time playing the first one, hmm. like as a weekly meet-up multiplayer co-op thing. Um, I just, I just don't really have much, uh, invested in that kind of real world guns and ammo kind of thing. Um, but yeah, they're both coming out at, at like in the next couple of months. And unfortunately, like I'm at South by Southwest for a couple of weeks and stuff. So I don't know when I'm going to get round to them. And am I going to have to play catch up, which I really don't want to have to do. <laughs> um, but I, I have to acknowledge that they are, you know, the elephants in the room. They're two giant games that are coming out this year, but both of them are going to be like very long commitments. Uh, I'm unconvinced you know, by Anthem. I'll be honest, I could be wrong. I've, I've watched some of the preview stuff. I don't know if it knows what it is. I mean, Bioware, hmm. I think it's good that EA Games are giving them, frankly, one last swan song before they kill them off like they've done with every other good studio after having stifled their creativity to death. Uh, sorry, I said yeah. that out loud. Um, uh, <laughs> and then they'll force them back into a Dragon Age that will be just horrible and then they'll have an excuse to kill them, uh, despite me being quite a Dragon Age fan. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's under EA. It's just gonna be they're gonna be like, ah, yes, you're brilliant at these fantastic single player um, role play experiences. So um, yes, do a massively on online Destiny clone for us. Oh, what's that? You do say? Oh, right, just have a hub where you can just do role play, and then you go so out they, and play online. They, what the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> they yeah. kind of seem like the boss from the IT crowd. And that guy, yes, Random. you're good at this. Do that. Ah, you do sexy, <laughs> sexy like... guy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's like no, they, it's grim. It no really clay, is. But... Yeah, I've, 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 apparently I've heard as well that the next Dragon Age game is going to be like more of a multiplayer online thing. It's going to be a mobile um, game. Sold. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, out. Yeah, completely. But, but yeah, I think that's the way. That's just the way it is. Um, Anything else? Have you got a list, you said, Marcus? Oh, we, I, I a couple have, more. Yeah, let we'll go. I did have one other one, because one thing I think we're lacking this year is um, post-apocalyptic open-world games. So we've got Rage 2 yeah, coming out. Uh, and also, yeah. arguably, you've got the new Doom Eternal, which is kind of post-apocalyptic, and oh, apparently it's on Earth, which is looking I'm a looking bit open-world. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Both of those. Bethesda. <laughs> curse their names ever since Fallout 76 because I don't know what the fuck they're playing out there but uh, as a publisher 
do have two quite exciting games coming out this year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely the Doom Doom Eternal, I believe, looks fun. Yeah. And Rage 2, certainly for the trailers, looks... The things I was saying about the new Far Cry, post-apocalyptic, but funky and colourful and fun and stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bring it on. I'm, um, yeah, no, that... I'm on. Rage... Rage 2 is out before E3. I think, it, think it's out in May. Um, Doom Eternal doesn't actually have a date and isn't even on the list. No, it's just uh, 2019. On Wikipedia. Just, yeah. So uh, that could be uh, end of the year. Yeah. I wonder what the eternal part of that means. Are we going to get Doom... Oh, it's Hell on as, Earth. As, yeah, it's Hell on Earth. Are we getting... What? I, I was thinking more like... That is that going to be like more of a service? So here's a here's a things are going to plug into. Here's a fun little thing. So uh, might have been Eurogamer or one of the other sites. I read that. Um, so the composer who is attributed to Doom Eternal is looking for a yeah a death metal screaming choir. Yes, I heard this. And oh, wicked. And basically, almost certainly, the chances are it's to record the Doom Eternal soundtrack yeah. or parts of it. And he's looking literally for a harmonious choir of fucking thrash metal scream types and <laughs> uh, on, on that basis you know I'm not a massive Doom fan but I think I'll buy it because I think I, the soundtrack I, just might be one of the most fun ever seriously <laughs> just to hear like a He's chorus just... of Phil Anselmo's yeah. just screaming their hearts <laughs> I out that sounds incredible I, I think Mick Gordon <laughs> is is he's kind of like the Antichrist Hans Zimmer he's, mm. he's a genius but he's just the stuff he comes out with Demon Hans Zimmer it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I like I like that. <laughs> Bringing it round. Call back. Love it. Loving your loving your work, mate. Oh, thank you. Your work. I, I, I think I might just go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drop the mic. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, right. Have you got anything else, Marcus? Um, I've kind of been through most of Shenmue. mine. Shenmue three. Oh 27th yes. Twenty seventh for August. A little bit far out, but um, I'd just like to see where the story went. I'll be honest, having, having I know the other like games were really August, slow and stuff. It's normally a drought period then anyway, so nice. Yeah, but I just, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm still really stoked that Yu Suzuki got to do the third instalment. Um, I know it's Kickstarter and everything else, and it's published by Deep Silver. I think they pub- they're publishing Anthem, I think, as well and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I still remember when he came out on that E3 and he was like, we were like, what the, what, what the fuck? Should we free? It's happening. Before <laughs> yeah. Half Life Three, what? <laughs> oh, well, that's yeah. not happening. It was it was reaching one of those levels where it would never happen. Um, so I, I yeah, I'm a little bit teary eyed. This guy got one more crack to do that, and the guy who did Devil May Cry. So I think I'm just a sucker for nostalgia. I think that's what it is. Cool. But, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I've got ones. Shenmue one and two. I've got the remasters, but I just the it's like an eighty hour commitment. Yeah, uh, they're, they're long looking games. At, they're really long, and they games. look and they both look like complete and utter ass. Yes, to be honest. Well, to be honest, Shenmue one was the first game where you were at the um, behest of the weather. <laughs> so right, you certain things happened, and if the weather report was wrong, the person wouldn't be there. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, it was a precursor to open world games. I think you really had to be there at the time. Yes, in 1980s uh, Japan. Yes, yes. <laughs> Go on, Will. What was your thought? I was just about to say, but I think I, I had a bad link. But sorry, I, I mentioned two, and I don't know if the thir- all three was, are going to be out in 2019, because I mentioned Rage 2 and I mentioned Doom Eternal. The other one that was hmm. announced around the same time but doesn't have a release date yet, it would be nice to see if we get one earlier, maybe one later in the year, would be the uh, new Wolfenstein. Youngblood, yeah. two-player twins in the 1980s fighting robot Nazis. I mean, well, what more do you want? That, that'll be quite nicely because I'm about to finish Man in the High Castle and that feels like the, um, mm. the perfect way to get into those games. Fighting Nazis <laughs> yeah. in the US of A. <laughs> Yeah, Young Blood's definitely one for next year apparently, but there uh, is no release date yet. Uh, I think I think I don't know, that'd be kind of embarrassing if they show that again at E3, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Well, that, no, I think I if think, they didn't show it. They 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 showed a teaser trailer. If they show some gameplay footage, fine. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, if they have that like playable. Yeah. And uh, I mean they they they, show, they they showed a lot the Bethesda E3. Um they did most of it they were looking at was near future releases. 
They did Fallout 76, that went well. Uh, Rage 2, um, which we know is coming out before E3. Doom Eternal, which I'm going to guess is the summer release, which could potentially put Youngblood, because these are all different studios. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a, there is a possibility, but I would guess probably early early 2020. Shit, that's next year. <laughs> yeah. When did that it happen? It is. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, I just got depressed. Any more? Um, I don't have any more games. Have you got more, Marcus? Um, just a couple of curiosities that I'm keeping my eye on. Not something that I'm particularly want to buy, but just um, the last, the next Ace Combat game because I've played quite a few of them in the past. So Ace I think Combat that's already 7, out. Sky isn't it? Is unknown. Um, that's out like this week. First it must of be February. I think it's due. Isn't it? Oh, okay. I, I I did see some. It's got a VR mission. That- that's why it's got a VR. One of the missions is in VR, and you could play it. But I don't think the actual full game's out yet. I'm not sure. Oh, I okay. could be wrong. Yeah, though. it's out. It's out tomorrow. Is it? Christ, they moved that up. Okay, January the 18th. I might have to have a look at that. Um, but yeah, only because I, I played a few of the others on the old Playstations before. Um, so I've got a kind of half interest in them. Um, the other one, they certainly, they certainly do keep making them. Yeah. Well, there's a market, isn't there? <laughs> There's a market for fighters. There must be. (laughs) I used to love them. (laughs) I think the only um, there's two games that I'm mildly intrigued in, and it's morbid curiosity. One is what the hell is going to happen with Skull and Bones? I'm not going to buy it. I just want to see what kind of what kind of boat crash it's going to be. Why not? It might be really good. Exactly. If it turns out to be really good, I'll have a look. I've had my Mm -hmm. fix with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey of the ship to ship combat for now, so I can. I can I can sit back and relax because my my hopes for Skull and Bones, where you'd be able to do lots of trading and things. Now it's all about the fighting, and it, it's it's yeah. less about the strategy. But it's still so. it's still it still had me at pirate, so that's probably why I'm 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 a bit of a sado. Yeah, you know, I'll be I think it's more like all by me one dress up like a pirate and play it, and then you I might have feel a like a pirate. Hat. Or, or I know you do it now actually. <laughs> or don't bother yeah. playing and just. Pirate. I have a tricorn hat and a pirate saber. <laughs> that's it yeah and the tankard um, and the <laughs> other one is uh, Mortal Kombat 11 to see if it gets banned because I'm <laughs> thinking at this point the violence level is going to get so high that the BBFC might just slap a you've need to turn this down or do a Germany and make the blood green or something like that I, I think but that's, that's a really morbid curiosity so far, as far as I can tell Violence is not a problem at any level in video games, so long as there's like no boobies or sex. No, um, but this is gratuitous. I mean, when they started the whole X-ray thing, it was a new level. They took violence to a sore level of art form. It was crazy. Yeah, to be honest, I, I remember playing, what was it, Sniper uh, Sniper Elite 2 or whatever it was, the one where you get to shoot Hitler in the testicles in, in X-ray vision. <laughs> that, that was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, you see, my, maybe one note to finish on, Finish from me certainly is that there is possibly one Xbox system seller coming up. One one last shout for the generation, uh, and I refer to, of course, the new Battletoads game. Um, <laughs> Battletoads, oh, okay. nice. which yeah. is a new Battletoads game. Need I say more? Yeah, it's called Untitled Battletoads game. Although there's also a new Toad Jam and Earl game. <laughs> yes, actually, I'm, I, I'll be getting that. That's a Kickstarter one, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. They kickstarted that. That's cool. Um, I just wanted to finish up with, um, and, and I'm totally, uh, I'm landing this one on you with no preparation, but uh, I just wondered if you guys had any like general predictions for things that might happen in the next 12 months in gaming. Well, seeing as you've given us a short notice, I would say my quick answer would be no. <laughs> next six Fair months. Enough. <laughs> Um, I can let you ponder for a bit and edit, for... that, edit out the brain cogs <laughs> whirring. Uh, PS5. Um, Any thoughts we'll on... might hear more about PS5. I, I, or something. Uh, yeah, my, my gut instinct. So Sony have said they are not attending E3 this year, which is huge. First time ever. Yep. Uh, which yes. strongly suggests they're not expecting to reveal new hardware at E3. Uh, logically following Yeah, they might on. save it for the Sony conference. Exactly that. Now, my, so my expectation is that they'll be doing that maybe later in the year so as not to adversely affect PS4 sales. I think we will get the reveal of the consoles towards the end of this year, 
but not in such a way as it will affect um, Christmas sales. No. Because that's peak sales season for them. So I think, uh, just as happened with The Last Generation, when you had the two effectively revealing around the same time with a real fight for the release window, I think we'll see the same again this year. Um, and I'm saying the two. Who knows what might come out of the woodwork there. Um, hmm. I'm expecting to see both Xbox and Sony, sorry, Microsoft and Sony, towards the tail end of the year, confirm the new consoles. I mean, they've confirmed they're working on them both sides, but to actually say, this one's coming out and confirm an approximate timeline. But they will not be doing it at E3, because one will do it immediately after the other, and I'm expecting that Microsoft will wait for Sony this time. Yeah. So... I don't think they will. I, I, I think Xbox will do theirs first. I don't think there's going to be any... I agree. I don't think there's going to be any concrete announcement this year because they won't want to affect their sales at Christmas. Um, they'll want to get one more year out of it. Mm. Um, I reckon we might see one more big game from Sony for Christmas time because at the moment they've got nothing. Um, they've got a lot of games I, with not fixed dates yet, so that's... Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we get massive, cemented for this year. Massive AAA title, like the definitive one, and everyone's waiting for it at the end of the year. But it's interesting. But it's got yeah. to be, it's got to be something they've announced already, though, because they they're not at E3. So we're talking Last of Us Two. Yeah, uh, we are it's bound talking, to be in it. Well, Last of Us Two seems likely. Final Fantasy VII remake. You never know; might suddenly get a date. Um, I, they're, 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 yeah, it might be something. Something like that. But I don't think Final Fantasy VII is big enough. I think Final Fantasy VII has a massive appeal to people of our generation. Those that played it when they were young. I think you'll find there's an awful lot of people who couldn't give a fuck about an old game. No, but but they... I don't know, yeah. I don't think think Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us 2 are coming out this year. I really don't. I think you're probably right. I think the trouble is they're trying to pack the punch for the next generation so as to not leave that generation hanging on not having enough good games. They've been burned yeah, by that before. It's going to be a really tricky balance. It's going to be really interesting. And you know what? You say, any predictions? I'm almost not too keen to try and predict, because I think it's really, really hard to judge at the moment. What I would like to see when we see the next generation is Sony stick with the VR, and with the upgraded hardware and processing capacity, improve the VR experience at what has been proven to be a great market for the home consoles, not just the PC enthusiasts. I think we should see a new PSVR. To the Sony VR then? Not to the current generation. Do you don't reckon there'll be an update for the Sony VR? I think that the the, the PlayStation VR for the current generation, the PS4, PS Pro, is towards Hmm. its limits, and I think by the time the PS5 is released, probably the hardware they're working on right now, they will release new VR hardware to go with it, remaster everything that's been on the PS4 Hmm. in VR, have a suite of VR games to go out in a much better resolution. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, uh, VR tech in general hasn't really moved along that much yet. They're, they seem more concerned with uh, the inside-out tracking stuff rather than uh, actually making the resolution on the screen any better. They're more interested in making it more portable. That doesn't really do much for Sony. Mm. Sony could release a standalone uh, VR thing in fact, I think that's more likely. They could do a standalone VR headset with the old PS4 hardware that doesn't require you to be tethered. I yeah. think they're um, more likely to go using better uh, Wi-Fi technology, look for a wireless PS4 headset, so using what? the box for the power Sorry. and the streaming technology to get it across to the headset. Okay, that's interesting. So well, actually, got the Vive the has gone wireless, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. The new Vive? Vive? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and it's got the inside-out tracking, so you you aren't really hampered by your play space or no. you know having sensors set up. So who knows what's going um, on? So yeah. you're thinking like possibly PS4 VR, <laughs> PS5 like, with a port- with a massively PS4P. upgraded VR, possibly announced PS4 this year. portable VR, basically. Yeah, no, I'm seeing PS5 well, yeah, and I mean, streaming. It's the most portable thing they're likely to do. I don't think they're going to be bringing out a new handheld anytime soon. Unless the PS5 is handheld. Yeah. Um, there, there's rumours for that. 
there's rumours going around at the moment. No, I think that's that's exactly what it is. I think it's rumours. I think we will see that Sony and Microsoft will focus on power over portability. It's all about the shiniest it's... graphics and the best frame rate, and they will not but be going down be, the handheld But would route. it be a combination of the two? Because nope. I'm looking at my Switch. Well, not my Switch, Caesar's Switch. <laughs> and um, I was surprised that it is literally a handheld console with a dock. It's a wonderful bit of kit. But who's to, but who's to say that that dock doesn't have additional power? So when you plug it in and it becomes the console, it doubles or triples in power. Yes. But you still have that portable handheld. I think the coding for the games, the build of the games, so what the, more complex. So what the games like look like arse then when they're, when it's undocked? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's true. Won't be enough, would it? You have to have parity. That's yeah. the trouble. And the only thing they've done on Switch is they dropped the resolution, uh, I believe. You look You look uh, at the markets. Um, I, uh, the three of us, four of us when Ian's around, and an awful lot of the people that listen to yeah. us are gamers there purely for the gameplay and the fun and the joy. But a lot of people, particularly on the casual side, will look at the console and they will go with the one that is deemed to be the most powerful. And you will yeah. not get that from the handheld unit. So people that buy the Nintendo the Switch buy it because they're fun games, right? Mm. But a lot yeah. of people just play FIFA, just play the latest COD. They want to know it's the one with the best graphics and the fastest. Yeah. They just want power, muscle, and that is what the big sellers will do. I believe that firmly. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the arms race between yeah. Microsoft and Sony. Cool. Uh, okay, anyone got any other thoughts about uh, what might happen in... <laughs> 2019. I reckon they should just do a, a caddy for the graphics thing and just let it be upgradable like a PC. Fuck it. Every Black oh. Friday, you pull out your caddy, throw it away, put a new case of depleted uranium in to power your graphics beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, uh, Fusion. It is the end game for consoles. It's the only way that consoles would take a bigger chunk. Well, this is the this is the, the whole prediction the whole, was that yeah. PS4 was going to be the last generation. That's we we can see that's bullshit. It's hardware yeah. iterations. Yeah. Oh, then there'll be a new generation. Yeah, no. definitely. Oh, it's a numbered sequel this time. We're not. It's not like a, an incremental jump. I think it's a whole new platform that they're working towards. Yeah, the only thing I cannot predict is what the next Xbox will be called. The PS5 will be called the PS5. Uh, but no you doubt. had the Xbox, and they had the, had the Xbox 360, they had the Xbox One. It cannot be the Xbox Two. It's going to be the, the Xbox, Xbox One S. Jeff. And now the Xbox One <laughs> X. So I reckon you've got two more letters Xbox One Y. Xbox, and Xbox V. One Z. Xbox V, you know, to name after that That's true. weird character. No, no, no. no. Sorry, wrong game. <coughs> it's actually the third. Four, no, it's the fourth Xbox. It's, exactly. Isn't it, the really? Xbox One is the third Xbox. Although the Xbox One X was a generation, but you can't have the Xbox One X V. You, uh, uh, I, I don't know. They, they, they've labelled themselves into a corner. Yeah, oh, they could just do carrying on from that. They could call it like the Xbox Infinity, and yeah. then they really are like hoisted by their own petard. Maybe, maybe, maybe they could move it. Maybe <laughs> move version one point one. Maybe, maybe, maybe they could prefix it rather than suffixing it. You can call it the X Xbox or the One Xbox or the. <laughs> The, the, the. Can't be the XX yeah. box. It's like XL box. <laughs> <laughs> Do to come and check out my XL box? It just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe they could like do premium Xbox, and you could shorten it to Prix box. I think they're thinking of. I think they're thinking of Xbox more as like a, a platform now, because yeah. there is like apparently going to be a SKU that is just like an online box yeah. that streams. No, basically the driverless version. I'm sure it will have a download capability, but it won't have the moving parts. It will have less failure rate. It will be cheaper. Possibly yeah. it'll be mostly you- limited, so that it's streaming, but it will have a hard drive capability, in my opinion. And then you'll have the disk install version and all of that fun stuff. Do you think the X is the start of use of Roman numerals now? <laughs> so you get the XI, yeah, XII, o- XII. Only if that's actually, in which case, we need to call it the Xbox One Ten. What do you? Which already had an Xbox One X. No, it's Xbox Nine. No, the Xbox One XI. XI. That's the Xbox One Eleven. Oh, I don't know. Xbox is a very naughty boy. Is this a good time to stop this episode? Uh, yeah. Possibly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Watching Podcast, where we talk about movies and TV, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam and Co. talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk, and if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, bye! Extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.